This is the Andres Segovia Show. And what's going on, everyone? It's Andres, and I'm doing a reaction video today because it was brought to my attention by Crackberry.com uh, that there's a BlackBerry movie coming out. Like what? And I think one of the main actors is a J. Baruchel, I can't really pronounce his last name. I just know him as the guy who plays Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, I did see a thumbnail of this thing, and I, and I got to tell you, Jay doesn't look the part of, my goodness, what was the founder's name of Blackberry? It's been so long. Anyway, I need to take a sip of water. <clears throat> no coffee today because I just finished my Celsius. Not sponsored, by the way. Well, anyway, I don't want to take too long in all this. So I want to dive right into this thing. This trailer apparently has been around for a while, but I, I just came across it. So, well, let's react to it. Yeah, what can I do for you? Okay, picture a cell phone and an email machine all in one thing. There is a free wireless internet signal all across North America, and nobody has figured out how to use it. It's like the Force. Sorry, have you seen Star Wars? No. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but Tetris is on Apple+. Plus. I'm interested in watching it. When this trailer kicked off, I, I thought I was watching the trailer for Tetris. Oh. I started to notice a theme about a throwback to technology or games or software that was developed in the late 70s, early 80s. Hmm. Anyway. That guy is sketchy. I don't think he's sketchy. The guy's a shark. I know how to market it, and I know who we can sell it to. But I want 50% of the company, and I've got to be CEO. I don't know who you think you are, but deal. Are you joking? race to get this thing to market and we are a year behind i need a prototype i'll do it perfectly or I, I don't do it mike are you familiar with the saying perfect is the enemy of good well good enough is the enemy of humanity what do you call it it's called a blackberry huh try typing with your thumbs oh man i should have my blackberry right now <laughs> Get this baby in the hands of every Fortune 500 executive you could find. We call them Crackberries. Crackberry.com. Come with us, sir. No. Research will be great. You need to sacrifice. And the more painful the sacrifice, the greater you'll be. If we put more phones on these networks, they're going to crash. Is this legal? You need to sell a million Blackberries. Uh. Oh. Do you know what the sentence is for multi-million dollar stock fraud? What are you doing? I'm doing it all. You guys have no idea how to run a company. What's happening, man? I created this entire market. You said they were the best engineers in the world. I said they're the best engineers in Canada. <laughs> What are they paying you? I shouldn't say. They're paying me $10 million. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sangwon Cho, right? Hold on. Let's see. He does voiceovers, and I follow him on YouTube. 
Yeah, I see his name right there. It's right there. Someone chill. All right, hold on. Uh, I'm going to be sending him a text right now. Uh, I don't know what exactly we're going to cover. Um, I think the, the actor that plays Michael Ironside is on this thing. Gary L is. Uh, I wonder if he's making a... Um, if if Gary L is lost weight, I can see him pulling off a cameo as um, uh, Steve Jobs. Matt Johnson directed this, huh? That thing sounds familiar. You know what? I'm gonna pull up the IMDb stuff because there, there's there's some things here. Like I said, I I didn't know about this movie with Blackberry. Should have called it Crackberry, but unless you're into Blackberries, you're not gonna get it. So I guess Glenn, what's his face? Um, <laughs> Jim, yeah, yes, Mike, uh, Mike Lazaridis, uh, Mike. Le- Oh my goodness, I can't even pronounce his name. Mike Lazaridis and uh, Jim Jim Basil. Jim Basil? I forgot how to pronounce their names. Uh, I, I remember Jim pushing the Blackberry playbook on the morning shows. That said, critics today have suggested that you rush the product to market without these key features just to have a presence. How do you respond to that? Well, I don't think that's fair because, number one, um, a lot of the people that want this want a secure and free extension of your BlackBerry. I mean, we have almost, I think, over 60 million BlackBerry users, so you can just do this extension for free right out of the gate. Number t- And there's no enterprise certification, no risk, or anything like that. Number two, it works with all of the web mail clients because you have to remember, this is a full web compliant, flash compliant, HTML5 compliant browser. So really, that's the over overwhelming majority of what people will want to use this for for, for email. But third, we will have an over-the-air uh, email client uh, to announce very, very soon. We have BlackBerry World, our, our user conference in a couple weeks. Stay tuned for all the capabilities we have coming out on this stuff. I think that one's overplaying one aspect that, that really isn't a core element that we've seen from our enterprise customers or webmail people. We're saying that they were when they launched the product, or at least when they were pushing the product, they had all these apps they were advertising for the BlackBerry Playbook, which was the next generation BlackBerry software built on QNX. This is before the launch of BlackBerry 10 OS, which is all based from um, these different uh, OS types. <sighs> Those apps never launched. Like I remember, so how come Skype is on there, but there's no Skype on the BlackBerry playbook? It's because it never came. Uh, and they were trying to use a backdoor to try to get some apps onto it in in the uh, by getting Android on it. Um <sighs> As someone that still has the BlackBerry Playbook, I can tell you that never really materialized. And the software, I love QNX. Okay, don't get me wrong. Black uh, Playbook OS was uh, it was like Web OS but on a tablet. Um, and what you see now with uh, with the experience of iOS without the home button, something like this, it it feels like QNX. Uh, it's just that if unless you use the design language which is cascades and i forget what else for uh, for qnx on blackberry 10 you weren't going to have a fast and fluid experience uh so putting android on it made it for a jarring um i guess it, 
user interface where you have to know how to use QNX, but then also understand the user interface of Android, which at the time was like four point. I think it launched with uh, 4.1 before it ultimately finished um, updating uh, Android to 4.3, uh, which I think was, that wasn't gingerbread, was it? Um, no, 4.4 was KitKat. Um, 5.0 was Lollipop. What was before that? Whatever. The point is that uh, BlackBerry was able to get technically the latest version of Android before anybody else did, but that's as far as it went, and we never got the apps for it, and whatever we got from Android, eh, it was a hit or miss because you don't get BlackBerry, I mean, you don't get Google Play services on it. Anyway, the point is, uh, I hope they cover that in this film. I have so many complaints. Uh, this is based on the book Losing the Signal? I just read that right now. Like, okay, then then this this is, this might be a, a worthwhile uh, film um, because it's, BlackBerry was ahead of the curve. They were the go-to device. And when it comes to security, they're still the ones to turn to, even though they're not the ones building the hardware. They've had the software. Uh, BlackBerry Priv, for example, or any version of Android devices that are built by BlackBerry, you cannot hack them. That's why if you have one that's that you can't update and you were thinking about putting a custom ROM on it, there is no market for it because you can't crack it to the kernel. That's what I miss the most about uh, BlackBerry, though. Um, back when it was good, back when uh, it was, it, it, I used it for just about everything. I miss BlackBerry Messenger. Um, yeah, the camera was always frustrating because it took crap pictures. It had fixed focus instead of autofocus. I remember when they launched the BlackBerry Storm. Um, I was a fan of it. Don't get me wrong, but then when the BlackBerry Storm Two came out, oh, it was BlackBerry ninety five point. But uh, it was BlackBerry ninety five fifty, and they were launching it with the touch, um, um, the the touch interface. I think it was BlackBerry five point whatever it was. I really enjoyed it, and even up to BlackBerry seven, I really enjoyed that legacy OS days of BlackBerry. It's just man, it's like. When Apple announced iPhone, it messed everything up for them. Then they were behind on everything. They didn't give it the attention they should have. Uh, and then when they realized they were losing it, they were trying to keep up with the Joneses by rushing everything out the door. Did you not learn from Microsoft's mistakes? Look how many times Microsoft launched and relaunched and relaunched. Their freaking um, mobile OS through Windows Mobile uh, to Windows Phone, Windows Phone 7.5, Windows Phone 8 to just uh, Phone OS, whatever the heck they end up calling it, uh, Windows 10. And ultimately, pretend we never did anything. Here is the Surface Duo. Yeah, about that. <laughs> Where are we with the Surface Neo? Anyway. Uh I do wish we had the mobile OS wars again, uh, where we don't just depend on iOS and Google, but that's it. But anyway, I'm interested in seeing this movie, and, and if you're a BlackBerry fan, let me know what you think. I'll, I'll let you know what my thoughts are. Anyway, that's it for this episode of The Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to stay in the know. Check out my stuff at www.theandresegovia.com. If you're tuning in on the podcast, thank you so very much. I appreciate you all. If you're on Spotify, you can see it. And for Spotify users, 
there's a subscribe button somewhere. And if you notice that, it's because it's episodes exclusive just to you, including YouTubers. So if you're on YouTube, you'll probably see a join button there. That's because I launched um, these special segment episodes that I only done for locals. So for my local subscribers and supporters, they can, they have access to this, but I know I understand trying to get over to a whole new platform that you probably don't know anyone else on might not be the best fit. So I decided to bring some of my most popular stuff over to you because it's a form of engagement with you. It's not just about like talking to you or talking at you. Um, it's stuff that I engage with the audience and, and also on social media uh, to, you know, to, to answer questions that the people might have that have nothing to do with the main stuff of the show. So I hope you check it out. Hope you enjoy. And I'll be relaunching that series for more questions soon. I just got 13 to get through first. Uh, and somewhere on the lines, I'll be able to open it up for more questions from the audience, uh, personal questions that I can respond to. Anyway, that's it. thank you very much. And I'll see you on the next one.